Welcome to the School Yoga Coach Podcast. My name is Molly, and I am a middle school teacher, a trauma-informed yoga teacher, and I'm the founder of the Instructional Yoga Coach Training Program, because we believe that every school needs a yoga teacher. Hey, you guys. I have some really exciting news to share with you. Um, I have been working on a project for the last couple of years, and um, I've collected like all sorts of experiences that I've been having as a teacher, uh, mindfulness activities that I've been doing with my students, things that I've learned as a yoga teacher, uh, experiment, um, not experiments, experiences that um, I've had working with schools and organizations and social workers. And I've collected all of that and I've put it all together in a book that I am so excited to be able to share with anybody in the education system. Um, So the book is called Mindful Schools from the Bottom Up. A Body-Based Approach to Mindful Students, Staff, and Systems. So if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that um, bottom-up processing is one of the key elements of the way I approach mindfulness with students and schools. And um, of course, my yoga background is where I learned that um, and experienced that that mindfulness has to come through the body itself. And it's really antithetical to what we do in a school, which is we just talk to the brain, right? We just try to rationalize and explain and give directions. And we kind of skip over the whole body integration part. So I wrote this book and it's um, each chapter is designed for one of the key, one of three key um, aspects of a school. So section one is all devoted to our administrators, decision makers, policy makers, you know, people who, are, who might be put in charge of finding a program or evaluating a program or um, sharing a program with teachers or students. Then section two is for teachers. And I've set that up so that literally, if you're the decision maker, you can use this with your teachers over the course of a whole year or school year. Um, to, you know, both train them in mindfulness concepts, but really more about what it means for them as a teacher. And then section three is stuff you can actually do with your kids, with your students. And most of them are things you could literally be like, oh, cool, close your book and go do it right now, um, depending on the context. But I wanted them to be simple things that kids uh, responded well to, um, things that I've done with my students or have um, had my had other teachers do with their students. 
when I've worked with them. So um, I've, I've got the book finished <laughs> and it's written and now it's like off to the proofreader and maybe some final editing and I'm hoping that it will be available for purchase Oh, I would say I'm hoping for, um, I'm going to say late summer, but really I'm hoping for August 1st, but I'm just going to say late summer. And um, here's the cool news for you. I'm going to drop a link in the show notes where you can um, just kind of sign up to be notified when it's ready. And if you, you know, put your name and your uh, email it in there. I can send you a notice when it's ready, and um, I will also, if you're, if you put that in before August first, um, I will be sharing with you a coupon code too, so you'll get a little discount price on that. Um, so, of course, before you you do that, you probably want to know, well, what is this like? So I'm just going to share, um, I'm going to read to you a little bit of um, the beginning of the book where I'm really talking to organizations. And here's why. We're in a spot right now where teachers and students and parents are so dependent on the decisions that our um administrators are making right now. And if, if this is helpful, then um, I think this is the right time for it. Okay. So, you know, kick back, get a little glass of lemonade or something and just get to know how I, how I write, how I think, uh, very similar to how I talk, I'm sure. Um, And then you can, like I say, Check it out um, in the link in the, in the show notes. And you can also drop me an email and let me know what you're thinking so far, okay? So this is from Chapter 2, um, Mindfulness and Bottom-Up Processing. And where I um, am talking to organizations about what it means to have organizational mindfulness. So that would be in section one of chapter two. Um, And I'll just read a few few parts of that to you. So when we talk about mindful organizations in this book, we are talking about making decisions from clear minds focused on an authentic image with an interest in conflict resolution in order to build balanced, and peaceful environments, both internally and externally. This is not the job of children. It is the job of those of us in positions of influence, decision-making, and authority. We are not going to ignore the constraints of a real-world classroom and school, but we will explore ways in which we can influence those constraints to reflect a more mindful environment. The ease of mindfulness is in its tiny simplicity. The challenge of mindfulness is learning to value that simplicity. Mindful cultures. 
Mindfulness is based on simplicity, but education systems are not. In fact, systems are not capable of being mindful at all because they are just the interaction of parts and processes that we have agreed to put in place. However, many school districts are embracing mindfulness as a school-wide or district-wide initiative, which does require shifts in pieces of the system. The most critical and most difficult shift to create is one of culture. The culture of any organization might be described as the feeling one gets upon stepping into the organization. There might be a culture of professionalism or conservatism or creativity. Mindfulness is not new to the culture of many businesses such as Apple, IBM, Google, and the Chicago Bulls. But education has had a more difficult time absorbing it into its culture for many of the complexities previously stated. It is tempting to just add mindfulness training to a staff development day or to purchase a mindfulness program for kids without addressing the need to create a mindful culture. I encourage you to understand how mindful culture looks and set your expectations for self and staff accordingly. Mindfulness can become part of the culture only when it contains the following elements. People who are aware of their somatic responses to stress, aware of the emotional responses and needs of others, aware of the positive and negative impact they have on their surroundings, and systems that are based on thoughtful input and reflection, developed through creative consistency, and supportive of both tranquility and enthusiasm. If you find this a bit out of your control, I don't blame you. A lot of mindfulness training has to do with recognizing the things that exist right now that we do have control over and letting go of that which we cannot control. So this is a perfect place to start, isn't it? The first step in mindfulness is our ability to step back and pay attention to how things are right now. We have a tendency in education to become either nostalgic for what used to be or impatient for the changes that should be. Neither of these is a problem in itself unless it overrides our attention to what the current situation actually is and as a result, what the current situation needs and can implement right now. The focus on the now is most notably discussed in Eckhart Tolle's book, The Power of Now, a deeply personal and philosophical reflection on human suffering as it relates to our tendency to ignore the present moment. Quote, The past gives you an identity and the future holds the promise of salvation. Life is now. There was never a time when your life was not now. Whether you agree with some of his more esoteric points or not, it is widely agreed among experts in mindfulness that being able to focus on the present moment is critical to our mental and emotional stability. Focusing on the now 
does not eliminate the need to plan ahead or learn from the past. However, you'd be amazed to see how much of our mental and emotional energy is connected to the past and the future and how little we tend to the present moment. This is true for administrators, teachers, students, parents, bus drivers, and office staff. And as a reminder, this is not a judgment or personal failing. It's the most human of qualities and one that leads to amazing achievements. But it is also a thorn under our own feet sometimes, keeping us frozen or moving us down a counterproductive path. So that's just a little snippet from um, Chapter 2, Mindfulness and Bottom-Up Processing for Organizational Mindfulness. And um, hopefully that gives you a sense of where I'm going with this, with this book. And I chose this because, as I said, I feel like those words um, need to be heard right now by all of us, by all of us, um, because I think we're all, you know, I know myself included, very scattered in my thinking, um, becoming very fearful and imaginative of the future, um, either regretful or clinging to what was going on either back in March or a year ago. And um, I forget to just stop and be right here, right now, like what's actually happening now. So therefore, what, what do we actually need to do, right? So for me, on this mid-July day, what's actually happening is it's a bright sunny day, it's quite hot out, um, I've got some grandkids waiting for me to come over, and I've got a lovely little dog here who's going to go for a run with me in a few minutes. So like that's my now. That does not mean I don't care about... Um, the greater issues that are going on. It just means that for a moment, I'm going to bring a little ease to myself, to my life, to my nervous system so that I am stronger and better able to make decisions about um, those bigger issues, okay? So I encourage you to do the same. Um, and as I said, please Pass this along to people you know, send them this podcast or click on the link down below and send that off to somebody um, who you think would benefit from having this book. So you guys, that's just the first, not the first, but a couple of the first pages uh, from my book, Mindful Schools from the Bottom Up. A Body-Based Approach to Mindful Students, Staff, and Systems. Um, I am going to have three books that go with this. One will be an ebook. I'm sure that will be the first thing available. Um, secondly, I'll have the book available in print. And then thirdly, I'm going to put together um, the things that are important for teachers in a teacher workbook. So that if, if your school is thinking it might be interested in working through this together, 
like I said, this is kind of, this is a year long commitment or could be a year long. I, I recommend it as a year long commitment. Um, then I think it's a worthwhile investment, right? I don't know that it's something, in fact, I, I would prefer you not do this simply as a, you know, 20 to 45 minute training once a year because, um, we, we need to be, we need to be holding on to this as often as we can remember. Um, I think that's basically the big takeaway here is like mindfulness is anytime you remember it and, uh, developing mindfulness is simply remembering it more often. So, um, just want you guys to know you are always on my mind and, um, I, yes, I started writing this long before the COVID-19 pandemic occurred. Um, however, I have been able to incorporate things in that book that are, um, are still very, very relevant. To be honest, the first few chapters, you're going to be like, gosh, this just doesn't seem serious enough yet. And it's okay. Like, it, we don't have to... Um, we don't have to make every part of our life and learning something really painful. Like we, in fact, that's, that's a high recommendation of mine is to bring ease into every aspect of your life that you possibly can, because there's plenty out there that's not easy. And uh, I want you to be strong when it's not easy, but bring ease in when you don't have to uh, make things harder. So I really look forward to um, connecting with you guys through this book, hearing what you think, whether you're looking forward to it. I hope you are. I hope you will um, pass this along to people. And like I said, the link is in the show notes. So scroll down, click on the link, drop me your email. It's real quick and easy. And I'll let you know as soon as they are ready. I'm so excited. Thank you. Thank you so much for like listening to me and encouraging me and being a part of this community that wants to bring tranquility to this very chaotic world. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening and I will talk to you later. Please stay well. Hey, thanks for joining me um, on the School Yoga Coach podcast. If you'd like to learn more or um, check out some of the resources that I am sharing with both teachers and yoga teachers, please visit www.schoolyogacoach.com. Stay well, everybody.